Welcome to the Eating Your Cake 2 podcast. I'm your host, Claire Sieber, global career and leadership coach, facilitator, speaker, and founder of Eating Your Cake 2, a business focused on helping you take control of your career and leadership success. Right here on this podcast, you'll learn how to amplify your influence, accelerate your career growth, create real presence, and have a true impact by learning the tools and strategies that you need to show up with more courage, more confidence, and more clarity. Are you ready? Let's do it. Hello, hello, wonderful humans, and welcome to the latest episode of the Eating Your Cake 2 podcast. I'm your host, Claire Siever, and I am thrilled to be with you today for a solo episode, which I feel like there's a far and few between at the moment. So I am picking a topic today that is very close to my heart and is one that I see time and time again. Clients will come to me and they say, Claire, help me. I feel stuck. I feel lost. I feel unfulfilled in my career. I don't know if I want to be here anymore, but I also don't know where I want to go. So today we are going to talk about the mid-career pivot and what to do when you think you don't love what you do anymore. Now, before I get into today's topic, I tell I just want to update you a little bit on what is happening in the Eating Your Cake 2 world. I am very excited because we are literally just about to start our Transform Your Career Accelerator six-week online program, which is in kind of beta test mode at the moment. And I'm pumped because I have got some incredible women from all over the world who are coming together to, to play the role of my, my beta testers for the Transform Your Career Accelerator, which is a six-week program that takes you through in a group environment it takes you through what I see as being the key career pillars that are absolutely critical if we want to get back in the driver's seat of our career and leadership success. So we're literally starting off that program next week. We've got an incredible community of women who are all introducing themselves at the moment in our private little pod chat on LinkedIn. They've got some awesome workbooks that they're going to be working through, as well as our weekly live group calls. And I just love that we live in a world at the moment where we can connect people all over the planet, yet we can come together with different backgrounds, different experiences, and different knowledge to share. And we can all come together in one space at one time and lift each other up. And so that for me is one of the most exciting things happening in the Eating Your Cake 2 space at the moment. If you're curious to learn more about the program, the doors are currently closed, but there is a wait list that I'm building for the next round that I will look to kick off as well later in the year. So if you're interested, in the Transform Your Career six-week online accelerator, I will drop the link to that page in the show notes and you can learn a little bit more about what it's all about and how it can help you from feeling blah in your career to feeling like you've got clarity, direction and confidence in who you are, what you bring and where you want to go. 
Now, back to today's topic. So the mid-career pivot, what, did, what do I do when I don't know if I like what I'm doing anymore? And this topic, this question, this feeling of being stuck, lost, unsure, unmotivated, unfulfilled, I think pops up for a lot of us, if not all of us, a couple of times throughout our careers. And I think on average at the moment, people are having five to seven different careers over the span of their lives. Now, when I say five to seven different careers, I don't mean different jobs. I don't mean the same career pathway, but just in different organizations or different job roles in the same organization. I mean, five to seven completely different career pathways that people are starting to have. And so when we talk about the fear and the anxiety that often sits with people when they think about making that mid-career pivot, we're seeing more and more and more examples of people that are doing it all the time. And I think this is fabulous because the more we can see it role modeled in other people, the more we see it happening around us, the more it normalizes and eases, I think, the anxiety that often sits with people when they think about, well, I've been doing this job now for 15, 20, 30 years. If I'm not doing this, if I'm not doing this career pathway anymore, what on earth would I do? And so I want to talk to you a little bit about today, a little bit today about where you can start with that. Because often when people come to me, they come with the feeling, I feel stuck, I feel lost, I feel unfulfilled. And my first question to them is usually, well, if you were for, if you were feeling unstuck, if you were feeling fulfilled again, if you were feeling motivated, what might that look like? And they also find that hard to define because it's easy for us to get stuck below the line in that negative way of thinking and knowing that we're not happy, knowing that I'm not satisfied, but also knowing that maybe I've never stepped back and asked myself the question of, well, what might it look like if I was? What are my career non-negotiables? How am I defining success? And for a lot of us, if we think about how we landed in the careers that we did, for, for a lot of us, it's come about because we went to school, we found the subjects that we were really good at, we got good grades in those. We might've then gone off and then gone to uni and studied the things that we got good grades in at school. And then we graduated uni and we went and got a job based on the thing that we just got a degree in. And so for a lot of us, we've ended up in, with a career in something that we're good at, and we can make money from. That's great. But for a lot of people, we end up in this stage 15, 20 years later where we go, well, I don't really know if I like this thing anymore. I don't really know if I love this career pathway anymore. And that is usually because, as I said, we landed somewhere based on what we're good at and how we can make money. Not necessarily somewhere we've landed because it's something we really enjoy or something that we feel connected to in the way that we can see and feel that we're able to have a real impact. And so I've mentioned a lot of people listening will know that I talk about this concept of ikigai, which is a Japanese concept. And it's a term that stands for having purpose. So 
when we have the concept of Ikigai is really based around four key areas and the connection point of those four areas. So the four areas being what I enjoy, what I'm good at, what I can live from. So whether that's make money, whether it is, you know, through bartering in kind, whatever it is, right, how I can survive from it, coupled with what I believe the world needs. So how can I have an impact? And in Japanese culture, Ikigai stands for the connection point of all of those four things together. And it stands for purpose. Now, the word purpose is getting thrown around a lot lately, I'm noticing. And for a lot of us, it's probably becoming a little bit of a buzzword. Or it's becoming something that feels too out of reach. Finding my purpose. How do I, how do I create a career that is 100% aligned with my purpose? That feels scary for a lot of us. And when things feel scary, we can tend to avoid them or we build them up to be bigger than what they are. But what I'd really like us to do and what I'd encourage you to do if you're somebody listening in who is feeling a little bit stuck right now is to step back and ask yourself a couple of questions as a starting point. Now, the first thing that I want to talk about when we think about the mid-career pivot is really get clear first on, am I feeling unstuck, unfulfilled, frustrated, whatever it might be, because of my job or because of my career? We, we really want to define that because it might be that actually we're, in a, we're just in a job right now or an organisation that is causing me to feel uninspired, unmotivated, unfulfilled and stuck. So we don't want to throw the baby out with the bathwater. We want to get really clear on is it the job or is it the career that I'm stuck in, right? So if it is the job, it actually might be around, you know, popping our head up and looking around and asking, well, what are the things that I'm missing right now in my job, in the organisation that I'm in, that actually maybe if I moved to a different job or a different organisation, I might feel fulfilled, inspired, unstuck again. Or, the, or if the issue is the career pathway, then maybe it is a case of stepping back even further and really getting clear and intentional again on what actually are the things that bring me joy. What are the tasks that I enjoy doing as well as the things that I'm good at and then redefining what a different career pathway might be. So for me, that is actually part one. Before we get into any of this kind of mid-career pivot, let's get, let's get real clear on is it the job or is it the career? If you're sitting there thinking, that's nice, how the hell do I do that? My advice to you would be sit down with a piece of paper and write down what are the things about my current role, my job that I enjoy, right? Make a list of all the things about your workplace when you, from when you get up in the morning and you arrive at work, whether it's virtually or in person to when you leave, what is it that you enjoy? And what are the things that currently really frustrate you, make you feel unfulfilled or unmotivated or resentful, whatever it might be, right? So column A, what are the things that I like, that I love, that fulfill me? Column B, what are the things that I currently don't enjoy, I'm frustrated by, I feel resentful towards? And then I want you to look at that at those lists and I want you to analyze, are those are, are the things that I'm loving more related to the job or to the career? 
And similarly, are the things that I'm really frustrated by right now or I'm not enjoying, are they related to the job that I'm currently in? So it might be the company that I'm in, the role specifically that I'm in, or are they, do they appear to just be more related to my career in general, the pathway that I'm on? Because that is going to give you some really good clues around actually, might I just need to find a different role? Or maybe is this organization not for me? Or is it the career? So if you're seeing things on your list that you don't enjoy, and those are things like, I don't like the culture. I don't feel like I can make a difference here. I'm frustrated by the, the bureaucracy in play, or I, I don't like my manager. These feel like things that are more related to the job or the organization itself than perhaps the actual career pathway that you're on. So this might be more of a question for you around, might I actually just need to look for like roles, but just in different organizations? If, however, you're finding that the list of things that you don't enjoy is a combination of both things to do with your job role now and generally things to do with your career. So I'm not enjoying the projects that I'm doing. I'm not enjoying the tasks that I'm doing. The work that I'm doing is just not lighting me up at all anymore. But actually, maybe I really do like my team. Maybe my manager's cool. Maybe the social aspects of the organisation that I'm in are cool, yet the work I'm doing is not lighting me up. Then that might be a question for you around, do I need to step back and look at a different pathway? Maybe you're in an, a really emotionally heavy labor intensive, emotional labor intensive role like aged care or nursing or HR or any of those fields where we often see people fall into a place of burnout. They fall into a place of resentfulness because they're exhausted. And we often see people pivot out of those roles into new career pathways because they just need a change. But part one of this is let's get really clear on that. Is it, the, is it a job issue or a career issue? Now, other questions that you can start asking yourself as well, if you want to further, let's say it is a career challenge. Let's say you are interested in the idea of pivoting your career. I want you to then ask yourself, when you're having your best days, when you, and, whether, and maybe it's been a little while, maybe it has been a little while since you've had a really great day at work. But when you were having your best days and you get home and you say to your significant other or your friends, I have just had the best day today, what is it that you were doing that made you feel that way? And when I say, what were you doing? I don't even necessarily just mean the tasks themselves, but were you, were you working with other people? Were you collaborating with groups of people? Were you connecting with other people? Were you helping other people, supporting them with their projects? Were you getting up and presenting in front of a group of people? Were you finding solutions to problems, right? Were you getting right deep into the detail, finding out what is the problem here? Like what is getting in the way of this moving forward? Were you troubleshooting? Were you analyzing? What are the things that you were doing? What skills were you using when you were having your best days? Then I want you to ask the same question, but from the lens of when I'm having my worst days, what was I doing? Right When I've had those days where I get home and I just put a straw in a bottle of wine and I want to flip a table and I'm frustrated and I'm annoyed and I go and buy a lotto ticket in the hope that I never have to work again. What have those days involved? Again, not just the tasks, but what were the skills that you were using? What qualities were, were you being drawn into having to use? 
then I want you to analyze those lists. Have a look at them and ask yourself, well, when I was having my best days and all these things that I was doing, what are some of the things that, what are some of the other pathways that that might translate into? So that is the next thing I really want you to ask yourself. Then, and this part is really important, is I want you to get clear. And most people miss this step, right? They get lured by, by motivators that they think they're driven by, be it more money or the lure of a fancy job title or, I don't know, some extra super or whatever, you know, fun, uh, brackets, fun culture. And then they get there and, they, and then they realise, this isn't really what lights me up because we haven't stepped off the dance floor, stepped onto the balcony and looked down at our careers and our lives from an abstract perspective, a holistic perspective, and actually looked down on them and asked ourselves, what is our career criteria? What are the things that are really, really important to us? And there's no right or wrong with this question. It's about what is actually important to you. For some, and, and for some people, it'll change over the different stages of our lives. If we have just got a new family, maybe what's really important to us right now is as much stability as I can get. Maybe it is true and genuine flexibility in the careers that I choose. Maybe it is working for an organization that really values parents and really values caretaking and really you can see that shining through through the culture. Maybe it is having a career that is very flexible with work with school hours, which should be all organizations, but that's another topic for another day, right? But get really clear on what it is for you. Maybe your career criteria is that my non-negotiables are I need X amount of salary because I'm the breadwinner for my family and therefore I know that this is something that's important. Maybe you're somebody who knows I actually don't care about the money, but my non-negotiables are being able to lead a team. I know that I'm inspired, that I'm motivated, that I'm lit up when I'm leading a group of people and I'm, and I'm arriving at business solutions and driving outcomes together. But whatever it is, get really clear for you on what is my career criteria? What are the things that are actually important to me? And what is my definition of success? Because if we just go out and we just start trolling seek or other job boards out there in, and, and letting the, the jobs dictate to us instead of us dictate to the jobs, then really we're just being a passenger again in our own life. Whereas we want you to get back into the driver's seat and getting into the driver's seat starts with asking yourself what is important to you in your career. Then we can start going and defining what roles that could look like. But otherwise, if we're just going straight into scrolling all of the job boards, we're already limiting ourselves in terms of what could be. And we might get lured in buy something on a job board that sounds really appealing. And then we wind up again, six months later, feeling stuck, unfulfilled and unsatisfied because we didn't take a big enough step back in our careers to ask what it was we actually cared about. What is the thing that's currently making me feel unstuck? And what could it be that I, that I could be fulfilled by, I could be satisfied by? So that, is, that for me is really the first part, get clear. Is it the job or is it the career? Then ask myself those questions around when I'm having my best days, what are some of the skills, the characteristics, the things that I'm involved in? 
Just as when I'm having my really bad days, what am I being drawn into that I find unsatisfying, unfulfilling? What skill sets am I having to use that maybe I don't really want to, right? Get clear on that first and then ask yourself the question of what is my career criteria and what does success really mean for me in my, in my career? Then there are four key tips that I want to get you to start thinking about, about, about how you can start doing this. I'm not going to sit here and give you a play-by-play on how to actually go and get a job. That is another top, that's another podcast topic for another day, or that is what I do with my private one-on-one clients because there's so much more involved in it than a one, two, three step process. But what I want you to do is four key things following this podcast. The first is get really curious. If you're sitting there thinking, well, I don't know what I enjoy. I don't know what I love doing. I know the things that I'm good at, but I don't, are they the things that I like or do I just like them because I'm good at them? Get curious. Start teasing yourself by trying new things, testing new skills, testing new hobbies. You'll know straight, you'll know pretty quickly if you don't like them, but get curious about what could be. Get curious about the things that, what do people ask you for help with? What do people come to you for? And do you enjoy that they come to you for those things? Or do you actually find that kind of burdensome? Do you find it a little bit cumbersome and it's something you actually don't enjoy? Get curious about yourself. That is the first part. The second part I want to say is loosen the grip a little bit. What I mean by this is I find a lot of clients will come to me and say, I'm feeling stuck. I don't know where I want to go, but we are so shit scared of taking that next step because we fixated so much on it having to be absolutely perfect that we're actually not prepared to let go of one monkey bar to reach for the next one. Because unless we can guarantee to ourselves that it's absolutely perfect and nothing could ever, will ever, can ever go wrong, we aren't prepared to take it. And if we live like that, we're never going to branch out. We're never going to take a risk and we're never going to try anything new because we're saying to ourselves that I can only let go of this career pathway if I can guarantee to myself that the next one will be perfect and it will solve every problem that I ever have. And we can't live like that. So I want you and I invite you to just loosen the grip a little bit in the pressure that you might be putting on yourself when it comes to thinking about alternative career pathways and them having to be 100% perfect before you're even prepared to indulge them. Loosen the grip of perfection a little bit. The third tip I want to give you is to is don't fall into paralysis by analysis. We can sit and, and, and make lists until the cows come home. And I've given you a couple of really practical ones today to get you started. But don't fall into paralysis by analysis. We can procrastinate and call it action forever by making lists, rewriting our lists, analyzing those lists, creating new lists, creating new spreadsheets before we actually ever do anything with them. So yes, there's a place for research and reflection and introspective thinking and really asking ourselves the questions of what what lights me up. But don't get so caught up in just that, 
that you don't actually take any action. Otherwise, we're going to live in a constant state of one day I'm going to do this. And whilst you're in that one day mentality, you're going to continue feeling stuck and unfulfilled. And then lastly, connect with people, not just job boards. Get out there, talk to people, ask them questions about their own, about their roles, about their passions, about their dreams, about the skills that they use in their day to day. What lights them up? Ask them the questions that I've given to you when they're having their best days. What are they doing? What are they doing? Speak to people and connect with people about their job roles. You'd be amazed at what you find. But if we just sit and we're just scrolling job boards all day, looking for something that we think might fit, it's highly likely that we're just finding a Band-Aid solution. Without doing the work that sits beneath that around what's important to me in my career, what, am I, what really lights me up, right? What are my non-negotiables? Then we are potentially just putting a Band-Aid over a deeper issue. And I'd really love to see you getting really clear at a holistic level around the things that are important to you. So recapping on those four key pieces of advice, get curious, loosen the grip on perfection. Don't fall into the trap of paralysis, of, of paralysis by analysis. Don't use that. Don't use that as a tool to allow yourself to procrastinate. Get out and take some action. And lastly, connect with people, not just job boards. If you're sitting there feeling stuck still, if you're sitting there thinking, this is great, but I just don't know how to move myself forward, then reach out to me. Let's have a conversation about what the next small step for you could be. One small step, one small action, repeated and consistently leads to big leaps of change. So if you feel stuck and you're not sure where to turn, reach out to me. That is step one. Step two, if you feel like I, I want to be part of something bigger, again, you've just heard about my Transform Your Career Accelerator. If you want in on the next one, go onto the link in the show notes, join the wait list, and let's get you on your way to getting back into the driver's seat of your career. Well, that is it for today, my friends. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. I hope you've got some practical takeaways. If you're loving what you're hearing, please jump onto, the, uh, jump onto your podcast app, leave me a review and help me get it in as many ears as possible. That's it from me. Have a beautiful day. Keep smiling and I will see you soon. Well, that's it for another episode of the Eating Your Cake 2 podcast. It has been amazing to have you here and I am always so grateful for you taking the time to pop me in your ears as you go about your day or night. Remember to follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Eating Your Cake 2. And if we aren't connected on LinkedIn yet, reach out and say hi. Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, then I would love if you would leave a review so that others can find the podcast and come and hang out with me here too. Until next episode, you've got this. You can do it. You are doing it. And remember to back yourself and what you have to offer. Hey. 
Hey there. Thanks for hanging on. And thank you again so much for listening to the podcast. I truly love having you with me, but I want to make sure that you know if you're ready to work together exactly how we can do it. The first way is through my game-changing Transform Your Career six-week accelerator program. This six-week online program is for busy professional women who are ready to regain control of their career and leadership once and for all. Go from feeling like just another employee to an in-demand asset in your company. Stop feeling lost, stuck and unmotivated and instead feel confident, worthy of earning more and armed with the tools to go out and get what you want. The Transform Your Career Accelerator cuts the crap and gets right to the key levers that you need to be pulling to ensure you are seen, heard and noticed at work. Add to this an epic group of like-minded women all coming together to share insights, learnings and to build a new network along the way. If this sounds like something you need, then join the waitlist now. The link is in the show notes. The second way you can work with me is through my private one-on-one coaching program, where I only take a very limited number of clients each year by application. My six-month private programs are for you if you know you need tailored coaching and guidance now. You want a container of space and time just for you to work through your exclusive and unique goals. You don't want to wait for the waitlist in my other programs because you know you want access to my brain and my experience all to yourself. If this sounds like you, then book a free call in my diary today and let's chat. Lastly, if you want me in your organization to come and share my tried and tested knowledge with your team on how we can all collectively elevate our own leadership and career success, then jump on my website and download the services info pack or grab it from the link in the show notes. Thanks again for listening.